Welcome to Two Geeks in a Pod. Hello everybody and welcome to Two Geeks in a Pod. I'm Keen. And I'm Jackoff. And <laughs> this is great. Uh, I'm Jack. Yeah. And that's Keen. Uh, welcome back. I uh, thank you. pointed at me like, I, I don't know. Yeah, shut up. Uh, thank you all for joining us again this week. I uh, really appreciate you being back here for another episode. Um, yes, we do. Last week on Two Geeks in a Pod, we put a poll out asking which would, 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 which world would you rather live in? Would you rather live in... Well, Fucking hell. You've got 100 miles an hour today. Would you rather live in The Walking Dead or The Last of Us or any as long as you're with Keen? Uh, I'm glad, very pleased to say that no one chose that final option. Uh, uh, however, you, the reason why is because you would be dead if you was with me. Because I Yeah, because he'd baby. kill you. Yeah, that's true. Uh, 25% said The Last of Us, 75% said The Walking Dead. Thank you all for interacting with that poll, by the way. Uh, make sure you answer this week's poll when we decide what the hell it's going to be. But it will be there now if you scroll down. So make sure you answer that. We also got a comment as well. Woo! Q&A! Oh, it's from um, our favourite fan. It is, from Sally F. I wonder who that is. Um, uh, it's, uh, there's a little bit uh, further down. If you scroll down on your on your, your devices now, you'll see it says comment here. Just comment down any thoughts you want. Our, our fan Sally F said, enjoyed from your biggest fan, Laffy Emoji. It's funny because it's my mother. Uh, so if anyone apart from my mother, although mum, I do appreciate it, would like to comment, then please do feel free. Um, there are all the, uh, the general stuff out of the way. Um, now, to kick off... Uh, Episode. In fact, this is episode three, isn't it? This is episode this is three. Episode three. Season two, episode three. Well, you know what? I'm going to take this off your hands. Oh god, she's we're going to start it off with me. our typical question slash quiz. Geeky this quiz. Week, we now have some questions, and to follow on from our two geeks in the plus you, which two people geeks don't know plus about, you, which is our subscription, yeah, which people don't know about. Uh, is something Star Wars related? So if you want to see something Star Wars related, subscribe now. Well, should we tease what it actually is as well? Let's let's let the people okay, know. Okay, you take that. Go sure. Uh, two weeks plus you is uh, our, our paid extra, which is one pound ninety nine a month. Sod all. Um, and this week we are doing a Star Wars movie tier ranking. So we're taking all uh, eleven Star Wars films and ranking them in a tier list. And it is very entertaining and we get quite angry at some points at certain films I'm not going to mention any in particular Rise of Skywalker uh, so if you want to make sure you're there for that please do subscribe but yeah like Keen said uh, we're going to keep it Star Wars related for this geeky question this week and Keen's got some little little things for me I've got you? some little uh, quiz cards I've just grabbed a few out of my pile uh, so I haven't really been able to organize them so this could be anything ranging between sorry what did you just say you haven't been able to I haven't been able to organise them. I just said, I haven't been able to orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been able to organise them. That too. Um, organise them. Okay. So whatever is here... Oh no. ...could be anything between the first original films or the sequels that have happened. okay. <laughs> Um, so there could be some shit questions, oh or there could be some, there could be basic questions. Okay. Anything. So let's kick it off. Do I get is it multiple choice? Uh, yeah, I'll read the four uh, potential answers. Okay. You just got to guess. You get one chance. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Let's go. Who is revealed as the spy inside the First Order in the Rise of Got the it. Skywalker? Got it. General Hooks. Well done. Like, I didn't even need the... What are the other options? Like, curious. Uh, a. Admiral Motti. B. Admiral Thrawn. C. General Pride. Bro, can you imagine if it was Thrawn? In it. Thrawn needs to come to live action. In fact, he will do it. I agree, I agree, I agree. Right, on to the next one! Yep. One out of one. In Return of the Jedi, who utters the famous line, It's a Trap? Admiral Akbar. Admiral Akbar. Okay, what are the other options? Bro, I'm fucking flying. B. Mon Mothma. <laughs> C. General Calrissian. D. Nyan Noonba. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, it was Akbar. Okay, two out of two. Let's go. Right. What is the name of the shuttle affixed to the ghost that the crew uses for more short-range missions gonna... and supply runs? Okay, I think I know, but I'm going to need the, the, the four. Okay. A. 
the phoenix yeah b the spirit yeah c the rebel runner yeah d the phantom there it is phantom yeah, Star Wars Rebels, go watch. It's a great okay. animated show. Three out of three, moving on. We're doing five, yeah. We'll do five, cool. yes. Alright. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that one. That was too easy. Okay, cool. Uh, that was also too easy. Oh, I'm just, I'm so good. Uh, oh, my, oh. Oh, go on. Oh. Go on. Oh, you won't get this one. I'm gonna do this one. Shit, I might okay. get a lucky guess. Before Kaz and Team Fireball drain the Colossus, making huh? it space-worthy again, on which planet was it based? Hold on, who the fuck, who's Kaz, and what the fuck's the Colossus? <laughs> Something. Okay, do you know what it is? No. <laughs> okay, um, so give me the options. A, Castillon. Mm-hmm. B, Lothal. C. Wait, spell that one. L-O-T-H-A-L. Lothal, no, that's where Ezra Bridge is from, so it's not that one. Carry on. C, Hoth. Yeah. D, Dakar. Give me, what's A and what's D again? Uh, a is Castellon, and D is Dakar. I'm gonna go with Dakar. Oh, you were so unlucky, bro. Is it Castle? No! Oh, that was good logic, though, because I thought yeah. it can't be half. They're not going to go there again. And it's not Lothal, because that's where Ezra's from. That was, yeah. You know what? I'm alright with that. that alright, final I'll one, then. Let's go. I, I like it, these. Uh, uh, I can't give you that I one. need to that get Marvel so ones for you. This is so easy, though. Or DC ones. Come on. Uh, one more. Oh, okay. Oh, this is the challengeable one. Alright, final one, then. Right, final last question for four out of five. What does Luke Skywalker fire two proton torpedoes down to blow up in the first Death Star? A, fuel port. Oh, wow, okay. B, intake port. Shit. C, exhaust port. D, access port. No! No! Okay, can you say those four things slowly again? A, fuel port. In fact, can you just say the first word? Because they all say port. Can you say the first word of each of them? Don't even put the A, B or whatever. Fuel. Okay, slow it, slow it. I want it fucking talking to that mic. Fuel. Okay. Intake. <laughs> I didn't see it. I didn't, wasn't looking. I was looking at you. Exhaust. Access. My thing... Okay, I think it's either... I'm not going to say which one. I think it's either... I'm, I'm going to close my eyes well so I don't see your actions. Your reactions. I think it's either intake or access because I'm thinking... The, 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 the torpedoes going inside the, the Death Star. They're, they're being intaken. They're being accessed. I'm going to go with intake. Uh, is that your final answer? Uh, yes, it is my final answer. Okay. I am going to inform you that that is incorrect. No. What was it? It's exhaust port. The exhaust port? Yeah. Oh. It's a tiny little hole, bro. Yeah. It could be the intake port. <laughs> I don't know what you intake, but... Uh, well, lovely. There you go. Three out of five. Um, oh, why is it giving me the good questions? The second... We'll save them for next week. Don't tell me them. Save them for next week. We can do that again. Bro, all the good ones were there. Oh, apart from yellow's lightsaber. Oh, some of them are tough, bro. Um, nice. Uh, let us know. There you go. You can comment that in the comments down below. Make sure you comment um, how many, how many you do get? you get right. Look at that. We're so interactive in this podcast. Damn right. We're so good. Okay, let's kick off this episode. Yeah, do you get it? Kick off. Uh, it's almost uh, like we put the football stuff at the start so we can always make that pun. Yeah. Um, the final whistle. Um, this is the section where we talk all things football. Uh, so make sure you have a look in the description. If you don't like football, skip to any of the other sections. We've got Super Scoops, Nerdy News, The Dark Side. In fact, let's just to briefly just mention what we're going through today as well. Just keep all the viewer attention on that. Uh, we're going to be talking about things such as the League Cup, um, a bit of Agatha news, uh, Thunderbolts news, 
Rick and Morty, all that stuff. The Oscar nominations is a massive thing. Uh, the Last of Us and The Bad Batch, as well as a couple of other sprinklings of things. So make sure you tune in for that. Um, yeah, uh, the final whistle. Let's let's go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, starting off with Lampard. Yeah, Frank, Frank Lampard. Lamp- Lamp- Frank Lampard. Lamp- Lamp- he was major at Everton. I like Everton, but I've yeah. been fucking shit, did it? What yeah. a bit of shit. So yeah. he's down the job centre at the minute. Yeah. Um, it's quite funny, isn't it? As, as Liverpool fans. Uh, like yeah. considering we're in the shitter at least it's something for us to, to smile about Yeah, I remember seeing they played the other day didn't they and they lost and I, I think it was um, some Everton fans went into his hotel yes, and they were all yes. with him and they were like oh, we're with you we're with you Frank don't yeah, worry we're, behind you, we're, we're gonna we're we're back you up it's fine we would use our full support and then the next day he gets sacked yeah um yeah, Everton currently sitting 19th in the league. Which this is, is right. mad. Bro. Last season, there was a whole thing, oh my God, Everton could go down, could go down, could go down. And it was like, oh my God. And then eventually they didn't. And I thought, I don't know about you, but you're right there. Wait, I you just s- looked at their next two games. Oh my God, go on. Arsenal and Liverpool. Bruh. <laughs> but to be fair, with the new manager, they might, oh my God, they've got Chelsea. Look at that run. Chelsea, Tottenham and United. Three yeah, in a row, that's yeah, mental. Yeah. Um, I remember watching last season and seeing them look like they're going to go down and think well that's the only time we're ever going to see them potentially go down yeah. the fact that it might happen again and they're in a worse position this time round yes. is a lot worse like for example this is the worst run they've ever had really by 20 games mark this is the worst amount of points they've ever received 15 points that is yeah. as well by the way mental um, what as a Liverpool fan what would your opinion be if Everton go down oh I, you know what just because I, I, I hate Everton at the minute uh, partially because of the people who play for them and just this the stigma around it mm. but like I would like to see them go down but I'd like to see them come back up yes I don't want them to go down and then not be able to make it back up because then that fucking destroys a club yeah and also Merseyside Derby I, will be over, as fun yeah. as it will be to see them go down is a great three uh, easy six points a season isn't it so it'd yeah. be nice to have those Merseyside Derbies back yeah I, I mean like I, I, I will always want the Merseyside derbies and I do actually want them to be okay because like you said like you know they, they, they're part of Liverpool do you know yeah, what I mean yeah 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 uh, I'd rather but I want just to fucking so there's something we can just hold over them for the rest of their lives yeah it's yeah, like you true. got re- relegated from the Premier League like I mean so did we bro way yeah, back true true well they were still there um yeah, yeah. But we've won more so if, if they if they get promoted I feel like I remember saying this to you if they, if they do get relegated and then get promoted again. I want them to get promoted by coming second in the championship. Yeah. Because yeah. if they win the championship, then they've technically won a league. If they win the playoffs, they'll have had to fight for it. If they come second, I think coming second in the league is the worst way you can get promoted. Uh, we know from our FIFA save that we've been playing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we also won the FA Cup, so it was irrelevant. I mean, I presume um, they'd still be buzzing though. Just oh yeah, they would be. But right. I think also just as a little 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 dig, we could be. Yeah, you only came second. You didn't even fucking win the league. You didn't yep. even win a tournament. You just fucking came second and got promoted. Can't, yep. even, can't even win the championship. So that'd be fun. Um, rumored candidates for taking him over is Sean Dyche. Really? Yeah. What do you reckon? They're going for the fucking relegation protector. In, well, to be fair, he worked before nearly. Yeah. Um, what What do you reckon to that? Uh, I mean, it's uh, he's, he's out. He, no one's really going after him. No. Nope. Uh, he he knows what it's like to use te- like get the best out of teams that mm-hmm. are, have no money and like. Are, well, I say that they have money. They sold the Charleston, didn't they? Bro, they're fucking building that brand new stadium. How mad's that? They are going to have the nicest stadium in the league. And when I say the league, I do mean the championship. Yeah. Because it does look beautiful. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna make the prediction now. I think Everton are going down. Do you? Yeah. I fully do. I thought that last season. That's the thing. This season feels different, bro. Mm. The teams they're down with, they're with, 
They're fighters. They ain't little fucking shitty. Little, That's like, true. Actually, it's not like yeah. Norwich or like Bournemouth, Watford, is it? Like, yeah. Watford. Oh, it is Bournemouth. Bournemouth are there, but, <laughs> but like, like um, Bournemouth aren't playing that bad though. If you actually no, watch yeah. them play games, they're just unlucky. And like in the final third, like you say as well, good. West Ham, Southampton. These are teams that have been in the Prem for a while. I mean, no Everton have as well, but like. These are people that have been used to fighting relegation. I mean, Wolves, Wolves is like a good side. Leicester. They've got Jimenez, for Christ's sake, who's one of the best strikers in the league anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean, injury has obviously like damaged him a bit, but like he's still fucking solid. Absolutely. If he's in front of goal, chances are he's get banging that goal in. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely pummeling the goal. Pummeling it, bro. Um, yeah, agreed. Uh, so, I mean, that's quite fun, isn't it, actually? Just Liverpool fancy it all in turmoil. Um, yeah. Again, we refuse to speak about Liverpool until we're actually decent. Yeah. Uh, so you will not be hearing any of that from us anytime soon. Apart from the fact that we stick with you, Klopp. Yes. Klopp till we die. That's it, Klopp till I die. Oh, Klopp, I do. Nah, I yes. love you, Klopp, I love you, Klopp, I do. Fucking I, hell. I created a travel. Yeah, I just got Klopp, flashbacks man. to our Christmas special where you were trying to do Christmas carols and shit. Yeah. If you haven't watched a holiday special, go back and watch it. It was out like a month ago. It fuck, it's a fucking laugh. It was great. It was a yeah. video podcast as well. Also, someone else, Two Geeks Plus You, the bonus stuff, are all video podcasts. Go check it out. Um, cool. Nice. Funny. Lovely stuff. Right. Um, the League Cup. Um, yeah. I've. It's such a weird one. I'm going to cough in a second. Um, give me your opinions on the League Cup so I can cough. Like, compare it to the FA Cup and shit. Uh, I mean, basically, <laughs> I think it's kind of like, you know... Pointless. A, not... No. So I disagree with that. Okay. Because I, I think it's pointless to the high top six, right? Sure. Okay. In, in a sense. Apart from maybe like Tottenham. Mm. Um, but like, I still think it's a really important trophy because it gives... The lower leagues, because obviously the, the top six and that don't really give a shit about it. Mm-hmm. It gives the lower end of the Premier League teams a, a chance at a trophy. Mm-hmm. It gives all the low leagues below a great chance because they're like, oh, if we play our strong sides, you never know. On a day, we could turn over a Premier League side. Yeah. And like, which has been proven by quite a few teams. Yeah. Um, I, I like it because if they win it, fuck you, it gives a lot of money to the lower league sides. That's true. So I like it for that aspect. Yeah. Like if Grinsby won it, I would be over the fucking moon. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I would celebrate it like a Champions League final victory with Liverpool. Yeah. Just because of the fact, like, the chance of them winning it in League 2 is ridiculous. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, it's, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because you, you could say, well, maybe there needs to be a better reward for winning it. Like, for the FA Cup, if you win it, you get into the Europa League group stages. For the League Cup, I don't, I don't know what you get. Maybe, do you not get the Conference League now? Maybe you do. If you don't, maybe that should be included. That would be quite fun, I think. Imagine um, if Grinsby just got put in the Conference for League for that be? Um, but yeah I will say one thing I hate about the League Cup is the trophy what trophy has three yeah, fucking it's handles it's an ugly ass trophy it's like the why. fucking goblet of fire what yeah, is that shit it is an ugly trophy yeah um, but I, I don't really care too much about it but I, I do think I mean I cared when we trophy. won it last year yeah I think it, I think it's an important trophy though like yeah, like, obviously it's got less trophy, value it? and stuff yeah. but it's still great the interesting thing now is with this season's League Cup is the semi-final first legs if you don't know oh something else I think is absolutely I'm not going to show you you see and this thing got to wait bro um, the, the, the weird thing about the League Cup is that the semi-finals are played over two legs yeah I think it's really really weird but the first legs were played um, in one of the semi-finals is Nottingham Forest and Man United yeah um, and they played uh, United were away United won 3-0 yeah. So they've still got to play a second leg at Old Trafford, so United are in the final, aren't they, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, which is painful, and that's going to be played on the 26th of Feb. The other semi-final is Southampton against Newcastle. Yeah. So one of those teams are in the final. Yeah. This game was played at Southampton. Yeah. Newcastle won 1-0. Yeah. So they've got to go back to St. James's Park. So it's looking like it's going to be United versus Newcastle final. Could God. Newcastle win the FA Cup? I... 
uh, League Cup, do you mean? That's, that's what I mean, yeah, League Cup. I so hope so. Bro, I, I really, love it. Oh. I, I really hope Forrest go to uh, go to United's ground and just turn them over. Oh, yeah. Oh, could you imagine? In fact, yeah, anyone but United. Any of those three, I'd be happy with winning. Winning yeah. the League Cup. Yeah. Um, maybe Newcastle, because it'll be a distraction for them of the league, so then maybe yeah. we could get top four. <laughs> you, you know what? It, no. I want them to win it, but I don't want them to lose out on top four. As much as I want Liverpool to get top four, right? As long as you know. Who would you rather get top four, Liverpool or Newcastle? Well, Liverpool, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But like, what I'm saying is, like, there's still another spot. Yeah. Realistic, we're not going to finish third. No. If Newcastle finish third, fine, right? They deserve it. Yeah, yeah true. And if they win the League Cup, great. I'm fucking buzzing for you because I, I want another team. I want a new team to become the top six. Yeah. I want, like, Tottenham to be kicked out of it. Fucking Newcastle become the top six. Newcastle deserve it as well. I love Newcastle. I, I love them as a club. Like, their, their fan base. It feels like if, if any fan base is comparable to an outside fans will say, well, Liverpool, it's a library, Anfield. Shut up. Um, if any com- fan base is comparable in the English League to Liverpool fans, it's, it's Newcastle fans. I feel like they've got the same ethos and the same sort of way about things. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like them and I would I would like to see them win it as well. Yeah. So let's hope they do. Yeah, I would also um, love to see them in the Champions League. Oh, I think it would be same. awesome. Oh. Like, imagine if they just went on a mad run, beat like Barcelona, in Madrid, it. got all the way to the final and lost to Liverpool. It would be absolutely fantastic. That would be fantastic. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd subscribe to see that. Um, but yeah, there's the League Cup. There's our football talk done. Yeah, yeah football that's stuff, it. it. That's the final. Oh, here we go. Yep, very good. Um, okay, moving on to Super Scoops. This is our section when we talk all things superheroes. Um, okay. There is yeah, it was Agatha all along. There's a series coming out called Agatha Coven of Chaos, previously called Agatha House of Harkness. Uh, Keen, what do you know about the series? Nothing at all, to be honest with you. Mm. I actually know not much, okay. apart from what you've said, but has like, escaped my mind. You know, things I've theorised, obviously. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know. Um, but like even like with your predictions and things like that, like I can't remember what you said. Cool. Okay. But uh, well, it just started filming uh, recently, and we've had some behind the scenes photos and stuff. Joe Locke has recently been cast in 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 Agatha, and we are under the impression that he's going to be playing Billy Kaplan, aka Billy Maximov, aka Wanda's son, the one yep. with the magic powers. But you'll say, well, he's not real. How has this happened? Go read the Avengers: Children's Crusade. I've just finished it. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, quick overview basically yeah the kids aren't real they die or whatever but then they are the Wanda uses her powers unknowingly and they are reborn their souls are reborn within the souls of two other kids who are identical twins who are living in the real real world Um, which is interesting as well because if Joe is playing Billy who are they going to cast as Tommy because if they're identical twins are they is he going to play both oh I can't see them doing that I think they just they're meant to look very alike. Okay. But I can't think of anyone who looks like Joe Locke. Okay. Maybe they, have they got it in mind already? I don't know. I haven't even thought That'd be interesting, that, actually. I, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh. Cool to see how that pans out. Yeah. There's also another theory that maybe he's not playing Billy. Maybe he's playing Nicholas Scratch, which is Agatha's son. Um, what, Joe Locke? Yeah, yeah. Most oh. people have said that because they don't think... I thought it was confirmed that he was playing Billy. No, 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 not confirmed. No, no, no. No, they wouldn't confirm that, bro. Oh. No, no, no. Um... I personally, I could see them doing. Marvel have a tendency to combine characters from the comics. Peggy Carter, who was in um, everything, um, yeah. in the comics, in, in the in the movie, sorry, she's actually a combination of two characters: 
Margaret Carter and this other character, and they've sort of combined it together. Um, it's the same with a few others. Um, I'm now escaping my mind. I think the Mandarin was also combined with a few characters. I could see them just doing that. I could see Joe Locke playing Nicholas Scratch, okay. and then he turns out to actually be Billy. To sort of kill two birds with one stone, if that makes sense. Sure. So maybe this kid's grown up as Nicholas Scratch, but he suddenly had the, the soul of Wanda. Okay, yeah. And that will add a dis- uh, interesting dynamic if Wanda comes back to life to see how maybe Agatha hates Wanda even more because because she then took her kid from her. So, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I could, yeah, I could yeah. see that happening. But there's been behind-the-scenes photos of them both in a, in a, a shopping mall, uh, Agatha with this fancy hat on, uh, Joe Locke just behind and they're having this conversation at this sort of table um, it's very it, it, as far as I know it is taking place in modern day Westview my theory and most people's theory is you know when Wanda got killed in inverted commas yeah. um, the theory is that that then broke the spell of Westview Okay. Um, and on Agatha so she was then freed from that because you know how Wanda put in that, her in that trance yeah. Yeah, yeah. the theory is that that made her escape from it as well um, and then apparently the synopsis is like Agatha's seen as a hero of Westview because she stopped Wanda from having control over people which she is not right to some extent Yeah. Um, so she's almost like a celebrity in Westview um, Joe Locke he posted something on Instagram on his story Yeah. you know when you have these, these, these chairs that you sit in on sets and they're like they look like director's chairs and they have like names on the back Yeah. well on the back of the chair it said it was like the title for the show but it said Agatha of Westview it wasn't Agatha Coven of Chaos. It wasn't Agatha House of Harkness. It said Agatha of Westview. Right. There's a show, I completely forget what it's called, but it's it's called Something of Eastview. Not Westview, it's called Something of Eastview. Yeah. And it's a sitcom. Okay. So are they leaning back into the sitcom thing? Or have they changed the title? Have they, what do you reckon? I, I, I know hope, it's so, we know I, fuck all at the minute. I hope it, they're not leaning back into the um, sitcom kind of style because... It worked for Wanda, but like I don't want it to continue because I'm not a massive fan of it. It made it made sense within WandaVision, didn't yeah, it? Because yeah, it of, did. It, it just there was no. It was fucking perfect. It made sense because she grew up with that and she got a trance. If it just went sitcom for no reason, feels weird. Yeah, feels out of place. Mm. I don't really agree with it. There would have to be a reason for it, I guess. Oh yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, unless they're just doing that to like as a a play on titles in a sense or maybe it's just the working title yeah you know like how sometimes films don't have the same title but I thought they already had the name of the title well they do well this thing it went from House of Harkness then they changed it to Coven of Chaos maybe they just changed it again oh maybe yeah I don't know well it's just a bit weird one isn't it it Um, is but I think the series is going to be really good and I think it's going to be underrated and people are looking past it Um, because the way I mean the theories that are happening and stuff in terms of like you know could Wanda come back If, if this is Billy what does that mean for the future of the MCU and things like that? Yeah. Um, there was also this. It was like a little map of the shopping mall that they're in. It's called Westview Shopping Mall. And the detail on this, it's like a complete custom... What do you describe it? Custom... A uh, custom... Like set piece, I guess. Okay, yeah, sure. But ev- everything there has been... Like Westview Shoe Repair is one of the things there. And they've all been made to fully... Tiny H&M. Li- tiny little details. Oh, yeah, H&M's there. Tiny little details. Uh, that They probably could... I mean, that one says Cosmic Mini Golf. I mean, that already makes you think, ooh. Do you, do you know what I mean? Sure. Um, sure. They're probably not that deep, but... Um, cool. Yeah, it's just little things. Which, which shopping mall are they actually in? Oh, um, I don't know. It's a good question. So I presume they just hired one out, right? Cause oh, oh yeah. No, 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 they, they have, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because in one of the shots it says, oh, we're filming here all day. 
oh, that was it. The, the, the sign says, we're filming here all day. If, if you are here, then you consent to, to filming. Um, here we go. So you can't, it says filming today. Something, something will be filming here. By entering, um, you can send to, I think it's called like Raven Productions, yeah. which is bullshit. It's actually Marvel Studios. Yeah, yeah. And, but they're just decoying it all. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else did it say? You can't really see it. So it just basically means that if you're in the background, you're constantly. That's on you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah that's that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it's going to be a good show. Oh. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, um, it looks good. Yeah. It does look good. Does Agatha. So it's only cool. just started filming, hasn't it? Yes, it should be out later this year, I think. Okay. It's either going to be December this year or like January next year. It's going to be that sort of okay. sort of deal. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Um, all right. Next little bit of super scoops. Last bit of super scoops um, is uh, the Thunderbolts. The Thunderbolts film. Thunderbolt rats. Yes. What do you know of the Thunderbolts? Nothing. No, you do. I do, but I don't remember. What do you think they are? Uh, there's a, a team assigned together to take down some people. Pretty much, yeah. Suicide Squad? Basically the Suicide Squad. We get John Walker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the latest thing that's come out is apparently... You know, okay. When the Thunderbolts lineup for the MCU was released, people were pissed. Yeah. Because you had Bucky, Red Guardian, and US Agent. Yeah. Who were just three super soldiers. Yeah. Then you had... Um, uh, Yelena yeah you had Val yeah and oh god who did you have the uh, Taskmaster or something Taskmaster Master, yeah. yeah so Taskmaster and Yelena well they're just both Black Widows yeah you got Val who's just in the background and then you've got Ghost and Ghost was the only person who's actually got powers to some extent and would provide like an interesting look for the team if that okay. makes sense yeah 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 apparently Ghost has been cut ha <laughs> <laughs> which oh, it's weird no. I really didn't enjoy Ghost in Ant-Man and the Wasp Okay, yeah. I'm guessing you hardly remember that film because it's really fucking forgettable. Uh, no. The most memorable bit is the post credit scene where, where Ant Man gets trapped in the quantum realm and the, yeah. other, the others get snapped away. I know Ghost. Uh, Ghost was in the What If episode, right? With uh, the graveyard with Loki. No, that was that was Yellow Jacket. That was Yellow Hank. Jacket. Oh, that Jesus. Hank. Oh, bloody hell, yeah, right? Yeah, Ghost is the one who could phase through shit. Yeah, okay. Got um, But yeah, apparently now she's been caught. Which. This is the thing. I, I was ready for this to be the redemption of Ghost. Same with Taskmaster, because I didn't enjoy Taskmaster. I was yeah. ready for the Thunderbolts to redeem them. And after she's just been caught, it's like, well, what's... What's the point? What's the point? It, again, it, it's something we actually talk about in our special, which you should go watch, uh, which is out in, on Sunday. Um, yes, ma'am. Is when things that are done in the future mean that... Oh God, how do I explain it? Tarnish the reputation of something that's happened in the past. Yeah. So... Whereas Ant-Man and the Wasp could be really, really cool to watch once Thunderbolts has been thingied with Ghost. Yeah. But now if Ghost's not even in it, it's going to feel pointless. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, I, I, I get pointless. what you're saying, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I can't really add to this because I don't really know too much. I know, much, I'm just sort of but, getting info on it. Right? Uh, yeah. How interesting. I mean, the series don't really stand out to me that much. Well, it's a film, so. Film doesn't stand out to me that much. Um, it's capping but, off Phase 5 as well. It's the end of Phase 5. Which is interesting Final to film. say that it's... It's yeah. basically a villain Avengers film. Nice. So it's gonna be big. I mean, there's more info we've got on it if you want if you want it. Sure. Okay, apparently the villain's gonna be um Sentry. Do you know about Sentry? No. Uh, his name's Bob Reynolds. He's basically Superman of the MCU, but he's a uh, he's got schizophrenia, so he oh. can't control his powers. Oh. And apparently he's gonna start off on, on the Thunderbolts team, but he's gonna go rogue and the Thunderbolts have to take him down. Ooh. And he's one of the most powerful fucking entities. In um the comic book run World War Hulk. 
Yeah. Uh, where Hulk comes back to Earth and fucking kills everyone. All the Avengers, all the X-Men, no one fucking stops him. The one person who ends up stopping him is Sentry. Damn. That's the levels we're on here. Okay. So then it also begs the question, how the fuck are a couple of super soldiers and Black Widows going to stop Sentry? Yeah. They're going to get World War Hulk? Maybe. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Joking, I don't joking. fucking know. Um, but I'm sure there'll be more characters that appear in, in that as well. I mean, yeah. Red Hulk as well. Maybe they're just it. not saying that much because they don't want to spoil it. I mean, it's still in pre-production, isn't it? They're still writing the script as far as I'm aware. Damn. Um, Wow. Probably a few really drafts. stages then. There are probably a few drafts in. Yeah. Um, but yeah. God damn. That's that. There's there's your super scoop. Well for the week. done. Yeah. Um, super super scoop. All right. Uh, nerdy news time. This is everything that we can't include in the other sections because they don't fit. Um, let's start with something. You know what? Yeah. This is Keen's time to shine. I mean, not really because there's not really like, too much to say. But I mean, there's... Rick and Morty has been in the news yes uh, recently with Adult Swim and etc 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 basically what is creator- Rick and Morty for the uninitiated okay so Rick and Morty right is this adult animation series mm-hmm. which it follows a guy who is a drunk grandpa who's a scientist and his grandson called Morty uh, yes uh, and it has a lot of other characters in it uh, hence the grandpa's daughter who uh, is called Beth and her husband Jerry and then their two kids Morty and I don't know. I've never seen it. It's good. It's good that you've blanked. Brilliant. Oh, her name's um, going to come back to me. Oh, no, it's going to really bug me. I'm searching it up. Okay. Uh, um, you speak for a sec. Okay, yeah, Rick and Morty. As far as I'm... It's like a time-travelling version of Family Guy, but a l- lot less... Version p- of Family as, Guy? No, as in it's animated adult cartoon. But it's Summer! A, but it's a lot less PG because Family Guy's yes. taking the back of it. Yes, uh, Summer is the other child. Do you also know about this? The same thing's happened with this. I'm just showing Yeah, yeah, because he also mentioned that. that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cool. Right. Uh, so basically, the co creator of uh, Rick and Morty basically did some naughty stuff. What? I don't actually know. I just I don't. don't I haven't read too much into it because I don't like to give my time and day to people who are assholes. Do we so, even want to say his name? Justin no. Roiland. Oh. oh, sorry. Okay, well, you've already said it now. So Justin <laughs> Roiland is the co creator of Rick and Morty, uh, <laughs> who has done very bad stuff uh, in an ex relationship. Mm. Uh, and he's now been investigated for it and practically he's guilty mm-hmm. uh, I'm not saying that with 100% certainty because allegedly I, allegedly that's the word I'm looking for um, we like that word but yeah. with the way things are going it seems pretty certain uh, so Adult Swim I've cut ties with him uh, because of what he's done Same Adult Swim the production company that produce yeah the people who are that well, where he puts it on air yes pretty much um, have cut ties with him uh, so with Hulu, as Jack just showed me, and I pretty I presume Net- another show. So I presume opposites. Netflix will probably will as well. Yeah, I think um, well at this point. Um, yeah, and his other show that he does, which is So Opposites, opposites which is another series I absolutely same adore sort of style, enough. isn't it? Same of... same style and humor kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, he voices a lot of the characters. He voices a lot of the characters in Rick and Morty as well. Um, he writes a lot of the episodes too and directs them. Um, yeah. He's been cut ties with that as well. Yeah. Um, very, very, yeah, I mean, good on them because it, why would you want someone like that? Mm-hmm. And that shouldn't give them the time of the day if that's what they're like. Yeah. 
Something to note well, is the fact that they are still going ahead with season seven, yes, is it, are. or something. Yeah, yeah they're not going to stop um, it. I mean, Rick and Morty is like one of the most success, successful animated series of all time. The thing is, as well, though, the guy who they fired does the voices for both those main characters, so yeah. they need to look for... I mean, there's plenty And of a lot of side characters. I yeah. mean, that's not as important, but... It's like cutting Seth MacFarlane from Family Guy. That's yeah. sort of what... We're, but there are so many people that can do impressions. Uh, right. like, they'll, they'll it's have fine people. now. It, there'll be yeah. someone... Who, you might notice a little difference in the voice. Yeah. But like, but if the writing's be, still there and the quality's still there, it's after, not gonna after matter. like about a, a season or like two episodes, you'll get used to it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it won't be that much of a difference anyway. It might just be like you know, I, I don't know. But yeah, uh, it's good. I, I don't know what else to say about it. It's, yeah. um, it's just good on them for doing what they're doing and getting rid of him. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, that's, that's all I can say. Um, As an animation fan and lover, yeah. I'm trying to break into the industry and if you're an asshole get out to free up a spot thank you so why are you going into the industry it's <laughs> <laughs> so funny because yeah, you're <laughs> nah keen's lovely I appreciate it you're welcome um, so yeah that's, that's that's that news that's the Rick and Morty news uh, okay let's on a bit of a happy announce let's talk about the Oscar nominations they're all out they're all out everywhere and I've got them all here there are a lot to get through so let's go at Reasonable pace. Let's go. Let's try, okay. let's try this. Okay. Um, okay. I'm just going to do it as they appear and as they were announced. So we've got noms for the best supporting actress. We have Angela Bassett in Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Yep. The first Marvel actor to get a nomination, which is yep. mental, by the way. Yeah. She's the first one. Fucking deserved. She's brilliant. Yeah. Um, we have Kerry. I'm, I'm going to butcher names here, so I do apologise. Kerry Condon in The Banshees of... <laughs> it sounds like Condom, doesn't it? That's why you laugh. Wait, show me, show me, show me. Condom. Show me the pictures. Um, oh, yeah. Her? Her, yeah. Oh, in The Banshees of, of Inisherin, which Keen has watched. He's been telling me to watch it. He says it's really, really good. Wait, have I? You've, yeah. I haven't been telling you to watch it. You have been telling me to watch it. You've I haven't been, been telling you to watch it. You've watched The Banshees, though, haven't I've you? I've watched it, yeah. You, you, keep, you keep mentioning it every no, time. No, I haven't told you to watch it. Okay, well, I feel like you keep uh, mentioning that. Uh, it's, it's, it's fucking sweeped at the Oscar noms. Bro, it's got so many noms. Uh, oh, do you not... I put right, so uh, someone I know who I watched it with didn't really like it. They found it quite boring. They kind okay. of found the pacing of it really slow, and there weren't really an overarching journey. It's just a, interesting. It's just the two friends, and it's just the same thing all the way through the film. This is weird because bro, it's had so many nominations. That's what I was saying, right? And loads of I've seen so many people reviewing it and being like, "Oh, the specific scenes that deserve Oscars." And like, I was watching the film and I saw someone on Twitter had said it. And I was like, oh, it's coming up soon then. Mm. Got to the scene. It's like a 30 second scene. Mm. And it was like generic, basic writing. Really? Um, the acting's great. Don't get me wrong. See, that's weird. But I, I wouldn't say it's Oscar worthy. I'd say it's great. And good, where's com- uh, compliments and stuff. But like, not Oscar worthy. Okay. Well, that's um, interesting. Okay. And I don't really think she, she was... should have won of us. Should be nominated either. I, not, Ooh. not, not, this is not me judging. What I'm saying is, is I thought the film didn't have enough for people to be nominated for Oscars. Sure. I don't cool. think there's too much in it. Got you. That just shows that it's been a slow year for films. Yeah, it? that's true. Uh, we have Hong Chao, I think that's how you pronounce it, for The Whale. Um, I haven't got a picture of her here for you, but um, she's not there. Oh. Um, but The Whale is something I really, really want to watch with Brendan Fraser, yeah. Sadie Sink. Yeah. I watched the whole breakdown of it on. Uh, Sadie uh, Sink's in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. She's great in it as well. Um, uh, I mean, it's a film I really want to watch. I can't same. really say too much on that one. Now we've um, got two nominations for the same film as the final two. Uh, have you watched Everything Everywhere all at once? No. Do you know what it's about? No. Okay, um, it's about the multiverse. 
Um, it's about this uh, uh, this woman who works at a laundry and she's doing her taxes and she's got a really boring life. Then all of a sudden, an alternate version of her her husband, who she's not really getting on with, comes into the body of of her version of the husband, talks to her and talks about how she has to take down this evil across the multiverse. It's really mental. It's like she has to. What she can do is she can gain powers from alternate versions of herself. So right. say like her and her universe is boring, dull, or whatever. There might be another version of her in another universe who knows karate. Yeah. So she will do something, something really, really random. When I mean random, as say random, I mean like give herself paper cuts in the middle of her fingers. That will then give her powers of, of another universe version of herself. What? It's really mental. And throughout the thing, she's fighting this enemy who ends up being her daughter across the multiverses. And she, it's fucking bonkers. It's been hyped up loads. Everyone loves it. Have you seen it? Yes. And what do you think? Do you not like it? No. Uh, it's it's really it's really weird. Uh, I'm was not, that a picture from it? Yeah. So this uh, so um, what is it? Which film? So, Which picture? Well, it's two of them. So Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah, who, fantastic actress. She's been nominated for for best supporting actress, uh, and also Stephanie Hsu, uh, who plays the daughter, has been nominated for. And that's just a version of her in in a. There's loads of metaphors about really weird things. There's a, there's a whole scene where Jamie Lee Curtis's character just has sausages on her fingers, and she's like, "Oh, this is a sausage version of herself." What? It's I don't. Was it, is I, it supposed to be like a comedy mixed yeah, with like? Yeah, okay, it is. But okay. it, the comedy doesn't land for me, and maybe that's just because I've got a mad perception of, of comedy or like I've got dark humour. I watched it with my mum. Mum didn't like it either. Yeah. It's really. I, I'm going to need to watch that. Though. I know. Yeah. I would love to watch it again just to see if it can change my mind. So I would yeah. love to watch it with you. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's best sporting actresses. Right. Well, congrats uh, to them who, all. Okay. Who's going to win? Let's do predictions as well. Uh, I reckon out of that choice who do, you, who do you want to win who do you think is going to win if I had watched all of them I could probably make a better decision actually yeah okay so who do you think is going to win I feel like because The Whale was a serious film and if you've been nominated for a serious film I think you're doing pretty damn good yeah uh, Hong Xiao I, yeah. I, I don't know what you're like but I presume you're talented yeah uh, but it's going to have to be out of the two I've seen uh, I'm going to say Angela Bassett cool I, I want Angela Bassett to win it just to be the first Marvel person uh, but I, I've got a few in Hong Xiao mate I think it's going to be uh, Stephanie Hsu from Everything Ever All At Once the amount of nominations this film has been ridiculous okay. we'll get to that at the end as well cool okay god we got a lot of categories let's try to speed up uh, I just want to say that everyone your congratulations for oh yeah big up this, we're not, when we, when we Yo, say any like negative things like, it's not like we're no, slating you or no, anything like no it's fucking like to be nominated for an Oscar bro people can only dream can't they let's be honest okay nominated for the best costume Black Panther Wakanda Forever Marvel let's go um, um, the costumes are amazing I mean uh, yeah. the, the Black Panther suit and all those things and the, you know Mbaku's oh, it's just fucking great yeah, um, oh god it's got a challenge though Elvis is there, Elvis. Bro. I haven't seen Elvis. You've watched it. You love it. Oh, it's. I, I don't necessarily love it. I think. Okay. I think Austin Butler is absolutely phenomenal, right? I think he deserves to win an Oscar, right? Like, yeah, fully. What are the costumes like then? Costumes are sick. Oh, they are. Like they, when they're going through all the scenes and stuff like that, and these different like outfits he wears and mm. all that lot, mate, they're naughty. They are great. So we've also got Babylon, which is a. This, I That's think. It's, I think it's finally made a profit, but it was doing awful considering the cast. Um, Mrs. Harris goes to Paris no idea and then everything everywhere all at once again there's another thing from it yeah. of everything everywhere all at once and why um, she got a googly eye stuck to her forehead because there was a part where there were rocks and they had googly eyes on them. it's really fucking they, they were the rocks heck? in one universe bro it's fucking there's Weird. a big donut at one point a what? donut donut I think it's something else now yeah what do you wow. want to win what do you think it's going to win uh, I think it's going to be out of Black Panther Wakanda Forever or Elvis I would love Black Panther to win. I don't think it will win because it's Marvel. Um, 
I think Elvis, Elvis will win then, it. Elvis. I think Elvis will win it. Cool. All right, nomination for best original score. Okay, I've got a problem with this one, but I'll talk to that in a minute. Best okay. original score. So this is the music that was created, not the sound effects, the music, the composing that was created for these films. We've got Babylon. We've got Everything Ever All at Once. We've got The Fablemans, which is the new Kate Blanchett thing, I think. Uh, the, no, Fablemans is the Steven oh, no. Spielberg oh, yeah. film that's come out. Oh, yeah, about him, yeah. Which one was Kate Blanchett? Uh, Tar. Got, That's Tar. Tar. That's... It's got Michelle Williams in uh, The Fablemans. Yeah. Um, we've got All Quiet on the Western Front, which we watched, the German one. Yep. Yeah, and we've got The Banshees of Inisherin for best original score. Okay, I won't lie, right? The Banshees of Inisherin, mm. the music is quite classical music and it's kind of like... Yeah. And it, cool. It's cool. It suits the vibe mm. of the film and it helps a lot. Uh, yeah, again, when I say... Would I say it deserves, a win deserves an Oscar? I would not. Okay, well, are you ready for this? Mm. Where the fuck is the Batman? Yeah. Do, 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 do. That whole opening sequence and you've got this theme playing over and it's, it's supporting the music, making it intimidating. It, the music, I mean, I love Michael uh, Giacchino. Giacchino, that's how you say it. Fucking incredible. He did the Batman, he did Thor and Thunder and uh, as composing Ghost, it was amazing. He did all the Spider-Man uh, Homecoming trilogy. He directed Werewolf by Night. He also did the... Fucking love him. The fact that the Batman's not... And everyone's raging the fact that the Batman's not there. Um, yeah. Uh, the Batman, uh, uh, the Batman where the robbed, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, that, yeah, that sucks in a sense. It feels like because a lot of these have come out not long ago. Mm. <laughs> they're recency the, bias. They're, they're, they're the recency bias. Yeah, I like, agree. I, I'm not gonna lie. Like Babylon literally came out like what two weeks ago. Yeah, the uh, film is literally about to come out. Oh, it's just come out. All Western Front, Western was, Front was, was like two months ago. Two, two months ago. Yeah. Two three months ago. Banshee, Banshee's of Inter history. Yeah. was like literally that as well. Yeah. Well, which thing's gonna win? Uh, out of them ones. I can't remember the music on All Quiet on the Western Front. I feel like it could be that. But I can't remember all the music. Neither. I, I remember a lot of silence in moments and stuff like that. Oh, we, fucking, we don't know enough we to don't, do it, to be we, we haven't seen Babylon, so I can't really no. say much about All right, let's go move on. Uh, best adapted screenplay. We've got Women Talking. We've got Top Gun Maverick. We've got Living. We've got Glass Onion, Knives Out Mystery, and All Quiet on the Western Front. Um, do you know what? I think Glass Onion could fucking win this. I sort of don't want it to be. Why? I want it to be all quiet on the Western Front. Okay. Just because of the fact it's a non-English speaking film, mm. and that would just be like a big fuck you to the Oscars. That's true. I mean, even though the Oscars are the ones. I was going to say yeah. But like, do you know what I mean? Like, I I don't like how the Oscars just always go with English speaking movies yeah, and yeah, like yeah. shit like that, and like they prioritize they instead of prioritizing good films, they they do the English effect, like what England do with. Um, Football players, English yes. football players. Yes, put English tax. Yeah, 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 English it, tax. Yeah, literally. It, it feels like that with like the American and English films and shows and stuff. And I, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. So in a way, I want all quite on the Western Front to win. Yeah. But I think Top Gun Maverick's up there, and I definitely think Glass Onion is up there. Yeah, yeah. I it, agree. it could be any of those three. And really. Not seeing women talking, not seeing Levin, so no, we can't tell. Okay, best supporting actor, not actress. Now we're down to actor. We've got. Um, Okay, you know how to pronounce his name, don't you? Ki-Hui uh, Kwan? Ki-Hui Kwan. There you go. Um, it might, that might be wrong, but... For oh, Everything Ever All At Once, uh, that's him. this is him uh, taking uh, eating a sweet that was uh, full of uh, dust on the floor that's yeah. to make him have powers. Nice. Um, but he, he's, a, he's a really good actor. He is a the sweetest human being in the whole world. He's the person, he was in The Goonies, he's a child actor, didn't have anything for years, he was constantly being told by his family, come join us in LA, but just forget the acting thing, we'll help you, and he goes, no, no. Um, and he, and he finally made it and oh he's 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 a gem I love him as yeah and I'm absolutely buzzing for him and I'm buzzing that he's got a nomination as yeah. well Fuck, um, yeah we've also got Barry I always say Keegan but I don't think it's pronounced Keegan I think it's it, it's like Keoghan or something like that he played 
for the people who are Marvel fans, he played Druig in Eternals, he played the Joker in The Batman, but he got this for the Banshees of Inisherin. Um You've yeah. seen it? That, that picture is from the scene that everyone was saying that it deserves an Oscar nomination. Oh, really, yeah. Um, and I, Right, he's great. Don't get me wrong, oh, I'm him. not slating no. his acting performance you just at think all. Maybe there's other ones that I could just, have been nominated over I, him. I just don't think there's enough in the film. Like, not taking it away from it, I think his acting is top tier, right? And, I, and all that stuff, but there's just not enough going on. Yeah. Like, it's a great film acting-wise, and there's nothing wrong with it. I just... I can't get behind it when there isn't enough in it for me. Oh, well, there's also Brendan Gleeson from that film as well. He's been nominated He's as also well. really good. Yeah. But yet again, not enough. Yeah. I, it's just... It's, there's not enough behind it. Sure. But the acting performances are fantastic. So to do win, I, I can't slate them because they are, they've done good jobs. Yeah. Like, that, phenomenal jobs. But who, who's the we, Fablemans? Well, uh, we've got Judd, Judd Hirsch from the Fablemans. Which, which, I don't... He's not on there. I can uh, find him for you. So it's what he looks like. Um, oh, I know what he looks like. Because if it's the young boy who's never had an acting job, then that is, like, insane. No, it's the old guy. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, he's quite... He's really famous, actually. Is he? Yeah. Shit, he's been in loads. Oh. Sure he has. I've seen him he, in a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's been in... Oh, yeah, he's been in fucking tons. Yeah. 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 Um, so there's him. And then there's also another Eternal, uh, Fastos, a.k.a. Brian Tyree Henry, who I love uh, from Causeway. haven't seen Causeway, but I love him as an actor. I, I think he's phenomenal. He played um, Miles Morales' dad in Into the Spider-Verse. He played, again, Fastos in Eternals. He played um, Tangerine... No, Lemon. Or oh, Tangerine, which one was uh, it? He was... One of them in Bullet Train. Tangerine, wasn't was he? he? I thought it was Lemon. Oh, was Lemon. he had yellow hair, so I thought le- yellow lemon. Oh, maybe. I'll fucking forget. Oh. Um, but yeah, that's that. Well, it. either way, it was great in Bortry. Um, Wait, we didn't, did we, we didn't say who we think. We haven't been doing that for a while because we, we haven't seen them all. So uh, okay, well, I, I'm going to say uh, uh, Ki Hoi Kwan. I want him to win. I really yeah. want him to win for I keep him. feel I like I'm saying that name wrong, but yeah, I'm maybe. Um, cool. Okay, best sound. So this isn't composing. This is like the sound effects and things like that and how it's all put together. We've got All Quiet on the Rest in Front. I think that could win it. Yep. For its use of silence. Yeah. Got Avatar The Way of Water. Yeah. The Batman, Elvis, and Top Gun Maverick. Okay. Um, the fact that Batman's been nominated for this but not for best score, yeah. I think it's mental. I will say, you remember that first trailer for The Batman where he's beating that guy up and you just hear the fucking thoughts and he's like, vengeance. Yeah. That, I think, it's, shows it's good. how good yeah. the sound is. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Elvis, purely because of the fact that Elvis uses too much of this weird thing where he's performing and it just goes mm, okay when it's like silence yeah all the audience cut out and I think it's, it's it was repeated and repeated and I didn't really like it okay I'm gonna lie um, but like not Elvis for me uh, all quite on the western front definitely I don't think the Batman will win because what about it's... Avatar you've seen that yeah um, I didn't really noticeable it was more the cinematography for me that was more noticeable Okay, I think maybe Top Gun Maverick could win because of like the noises of the engines and shit. And yeah, shit I'd say Top Gun Maverick's up there. Yeah, I mean it's not a bad list to be fair. No. Uh, we got nominations for the best international film, which we've only seen one of. Uh, we've got All Quiet on the Western Front. We've got Argentina, nineteen eighty-five, The Quiet Girl, Close, and EO. I'm going to say All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah, even though we haven't seen the others, but it was it was brilliant. absolutely incredible. I mean, oh, look at that shot. It's, it's just it? it's just great. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, we got uh, best animated film. Uh, there were two versions of Pinocchio that came out this year. There was one, I guess, quote-unquote, a proper one uh, from Disney. Uh, it was like a remake, a live-action remake with uh, with Tom Hanks. Then there was Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, which was a lot more stylized version. I haven't seen it. It's moved people to tears, and it's won. Really? And, it, and it's been nominated for Best li- uh, Animated. We've got Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, which I've heard about. 
We've got Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Have you heard about this film? Uh, no, but I've seen the ending. Bro, br- I haven't. I- I've seen loads of clips of it, and the the, the, the villain, the wolf, the, the whole whistle thing, bro, it's oh, it uh, slaps. Oh, oh, I'm talking, maybe it might be a post-credit then. Oh. Do you mind? What, do you mean with Shrek? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I want to visit some old friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just says far, far away. Yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. Shrek 5, let's go. Uh, we've got Turning Red. Do you ever watch Turning Red? Uh, no. Really good film, really good. And then The Sea Beast, which I haven't seen. I ain't, I ain't seen any of them, so I can't, I'm not going to give any... I think Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio will win. It um, looks cool. From the image I'm seeing, it looks yeah, very cool. Yeah, Um Cool. Oh, fair. We've got Best Makeup and Hairstyling. Nominations are The Batman. Oh, Batman's sweeping here. Uh, we've got The Whale. We've got Elv... The Whale's on there twice. Have they made a mistake? Why have they put The Whale on twice? Um, yeah, someone's just put has to be the whale we, we the may whale. we may have not not know what one of them is but we've got the whale we've got the batman we've got elvis and we've got black panther wakanda forever in terms of makeup and hairstyling black panther's got a really good shout for that yeah um, <laughs> but bro so is the whale for the whale the prosthetics are insane yeah. he was talking about on graham norton and like but then again for the batman colin farrell as penguin yeah you could not recognise that man same with joker yeah you know, I think you could. You, well, I you can make an argument for both of them, can't you? Oh yeah, you make an argument for all of them. That's why they've been nominated. Yeah. Um, well, which one will you reckon? I think the whale will win. I I I reckon the whale. Best production design: Avatar, Way of Water. Oh, actually, wait, actually, sorry, oh, sorry, Elvis could win that actually. Oh really? Yeah, Elvis does have some good memory could win it. Fair. Anyway, move on. Um, production <laughs> design: We got Avatar, we got Babylon, Elvis, Quiet the Rest in Front, and the Fablemans. Um, what uh, defines production design? Production design, is it like set and stuff like that? It must be. The that, whole sort of thing. Avatar. But it was never a set, really. Yeah, well, they would have made some of it a set, though. There'll be some scenes which will be a set. <sighs> Surely. They weren't. It was all motion capture, and they had representative props that they then fingered for CG. Fuck me, okay, never mind. I guess, I guess that could then count. I don't know. Um, it's weird. We will talk about The Last of Us briefly in a bit, but... That last was episode two. I kept banging on about production, like the set and that looked amazing. Yeah, I'd say it's better than Avatar. Um, okay, okay. Probably well, Western I Front. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, the Western Front was um, mad. For what they they created like trenches and shit. And, like, yeah. yeah, bro, that was pretty naughty. Cinematography. Tar gets his first one. That's the Kate Blanchett one. Elvis. Empire of Light. All Quiet on the Western Front. And Bardo. No Avatar: Way of Water though, which I think is really interesting because that's what everyone piped up about the cinematography. Yeah. Also, the Batman. The Batman had some incredible cinematography. I mean, Top Gun Maverick as well did. Like, yeah. that shot of him taking off. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try and find a shot of the Batman. But when he's, like, upside down in the car and you see him coming towards him, you got the sunset bit. Looks amazing, like, oh, yeah. cinematography-wise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I think the Batman deserved a nom there. Um, yeah. Um, what was Elvis like for cinematography? I hated it. Damn. I won't lie. I think it was too much. Okay. Um, a lot of spinny Disney's fast post like uh, action, like not action, um, like uh, changing from like moment to moment. Like the the opening credit uh, beginning, it, like it goes between like the circus, then like for all the like flashing lights, the hotels, the places he performs at. It's all spinning around and they're fast, and I'm like, ah, oh, my eyes. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. But apparently it's like a Baz Luhrmann specialty. Well, that's know? the thing. Like, is it so unique that they've been like, oh, it has to? Yeah, I, I don't like it though. Yeah. So I would, I would, I would say not Elvis. It's got cool moments with its cinematography, but no, I'd say no. Yeah. Uh, what was the rest again? Sorry. Um, Tar, Empire of Light, All Quiet, Bardo. Uh, All Quiet on the Western Front had some really good cinematography moments. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
I haven't seen Bardo and I haven't seen a Puyai Altar. Yeah, exactly. So I can't, really I, I, I can't really say. I'm going to go with out of the two I know though, Western Front. Yeah, I think it'll probably sweep. Um, all right, best VFX. This is this is where we're at. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, Avatar: The Way of Water, The Batman, All Quiet, and Top Gun: Maverick. People are complaining that uh, everything ever all at once was not on there. This is some of the stuff from that film. Um, that's like all alternate versions of her. I'm just showing Keen now. Um, wow. Okay, that looks amazing. Um, I don't think Black Panther deserves it as much as as good as they were. There was some. I I noticed visual effects at least twice in the film, which sounds, you know, but twice. The Batman, I did not notice the visual effects, if that makes sense. Yeah. I looked for them. Yeah. Whereas I noticed them in Black Panther. So I immediately can't say Black Panther. Avatar Way of Water. It's it's a tricky one with Avatar. Yeah. Because it's fucking phenomenal. Some of the shots they've managed to pull off is insane. However, as amazing as it looks, for me, you're looking at these creatures and you just know they're CGI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a testament to how they've done them. But I still, I can see through it, if that makes sense. All Quiet on the Western Front, you do not notice the visual effects. No. God, no. There's some really good moment, like the flamethrowers and stuff like that. Yeah. All looks awesome. And Top Gun Maverick as well. Yeah, yeah. That's a tricky one, that. Mm. Um, without proper rewatching it again, I'm looking at them all. Yeah. I know. Again, I don't think Batman will win because it's a superhero. Sure. That's the only reason. What about it's Black just... Panther? No. Again, I don't think it'll win because of Black Panther. I think Batman better than Black Panther. Okay, sure. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. Fair. Okay, big ones. Best actor. Uh, we've got Brendan Fraser for the whale. We've got Austin Butler for Elvis. We've got Colin Farrell for the Banshees of Inisherin. We've got Paul Mescal for After Sun and Bill Nye for Living. You see, the thing is, right? I would love Brendan Fraser to win. So, but would I, I also think Austin Butler deserves to win. Mm. They're both like Austin Butler, man. He literally possessed Elvis. I mean, like his, vo- his whole voice changed. Bro, he's be- like Priscilla said it best. It was like looking at my husband when I first met him. Like, yeah. like, like it's mental. Like yeah. how well and like how much research and effort had gone into playing him. But yeah, again, same with Brendan Fraser with playing this guy. That before, have you seen the, the scene where he's like, "I wish I'd done one good thing with my life." Yeah. It's heartbreaking. And funny enough, when he he got a Golden Globe a few weeks back, there was a, a thing he said about it. If you can have the effort to get up onto your feet and go towards the light, good things will happen. The emotion he displayed as as a human being, as Brendan yeah. Fraser then, was so similar to what he was like in The Whale in that scene. Yeah, yeah. It, I was like, damn, my guy accessed real emotion. Yeah, yeah. And it was heartbreaking. Yeah. And obviously, Paul Mescal, who people mostly know from normal people, apparently, again, amazing performance. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I would love for Brendan Fraser to win, but so, I'd also love for Austin Butler. But I think if I had to back one of them... I'm probably going to back Brendan just because of the fact that I love Brendan. Yeah. And his his story is incredible. He's gone out of the acting world, come back, done yeah. this, and yeah. Do you know where? I, but Austin Butler, man, fucking pat on your back. Brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like you have just proven to the world that you are a top tier actor. Yes, exactly. Like, well done to go from being Disney to like yeah a Disney child actor to this. Yeah. You have turned the world upside down and slapped it on his ass. And we can't really say much about Colin Farrell, Paul Mescal, and Bill Nye because, well, actually, you can't know about Colin Farrell, but we haven't really seen the other. It's good. The other films. I, don't get me wrong. I, I, I imagine they're all great. Like, I've seen Colin Farrell. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's, it's Bill Nye as well. He's probably brilliant. But yeah. they're just not a patch on. They no, can't be. I, no. Um, yeah. Cool. Okay. And then, best actress, we've got Michelle Yeoh for Everything Ever All at Once. I, I'd say it right now, I think she's going to win it. 
Do you um, think? Yeah. And it was an incredible film. As much as I wasn't a massive fan of the film, the performance, fucking hell. Amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, we've got Kate Blanchett for Tar. We've got Anna de Armas for Blonde, uh, which apparently, rubbish film. Apparently, I haven't seen it, but amazing performance, one of them. Yeah. We've got Andrea uh, Riseborough for To Leslie, and then we've got Michelle Williams for The Fablemans. Who plays Steven Spielberg's mother. There you go. Yeah. Um, like I said, I think Michelle Yeoh. Williams I don't know. Well. I've don't not seen any of them, so I can't say anything. Brilliant. Also, Michelle Yeoh, she, if people don't know, she was in Shang-Chi. She she's also that. in... Um, she's been in a lot, but like... She's in... Um, um, uh, the Witcher uh, oh, Blood she? Origins I think oh, I nice. want to search that up and double check it I think she is um, I will check that now go and on. I'm yeah damn yeah there you go there you have it um, okay two more left let's go with best director we've got the Daniel Brothers for Everything Ever All At Once we've got Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans Todd Field for Tar Martin McDonough as Banshees of Inisherin, and Ruben Oslin for Triangle of Sadness which is the only nomination that that film's got um, hmm, interesting in terms of directing I think Everything Ever All At Once will win this one yeah I haven't seen The Fablemans actually I think because of Steven Spielberg's name he could win it maybe um well, it'd be interesting to see. I don't really know. I have, yeah, again, I've only seen Banshees there. Yeah. Um, People are shocked that James Cameron's not on there for Avatar 2. I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm not either. Um, yeah, pretty yeah, solid. Solid. And then finally, Best Picture. A lot of noms here. Everything Ever All at Once, Top Gun Maverick, Avatar The Way of Water, Tar, Elvis, The Fablemans, Banshees of Nishirin, All Quiet on the Western Front, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. Uh, they're all the nominated ones. Um... I, it's interesting that that um, never mind I was going to make a point I've got a feeling Top Gun Maverick might win Best Picture really mm. interesting I don't think Elvis should not not to like no not in a bad I don't way, think Avatar should neither uh, I don't think Banshees of Manishirin should I think everything ever all wants will it because the hype it's had yeah just because okay. I know what people are saying about. although then again it's usually the ones that you don't think are going to win and win so who fucking well, it'll knows? be interesting to see um, it will um, in terms of all those stats then I guess a lot of people with their first Oscar noms everything ever all at once 11 wow. nominations uh, 9 for all quiet God, on the that, that's, that's close to Titanic's isn't it One Titanic yeah. 13 or something like that 4 for Avatar The Way of Water 3 for The Batman 6 for Top Gun Maverick, nine for the Banshees of Inisherin, five for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, um, eight for Elvis, and John Williams now beaten his own record and has now been Oscar nominated fifty three times. Wait, wait, what film did John Williams do? Um, no idea. It was probably one of the best composing, wasn't it? Let's be honest. Um, yeah. I don't know. I completely forget what it was. Um, but yeah, they're the Oscar noms. We will let you all know what, who wins it and stuff like that. Uh, that was a long one. Cool. Sweet, moving on. Sweet Evicts, moving on. Last the, little bit of nerdy news. The Last of Us. The last and The of Last of Us episode two. Yay, The Last of Us episode two. Mm. You're right there. Yeah. Lovely. Um, all right. We talked in depth about The Last of Us on last week's Two Geek Plus You episode. Go check that out if you haven't already. Go subscribe for £1.99 a month. Um, we watched episode two literally just before filming this. Um, bro, this show don't miss. Yeah, bro, it's so it's good. So good. Like, okay, um, we open up. This will be a spo- spoiler alert. Spoiler alert for this episode. Um, 
we open on a cold open just like last time which as far as we know these cold opens weren't included in the game from what yeah. we can remember yeah. and all they're doing is padding out the backstory we, we're in Indonesia and Jakarta in 2003 which is when in this story the, the, the infection started and there's a professor of mycology who's brought in and the mycology as you pointed out was the study of fungi yeah um, and they're on about these cordyceps uh, in human, or yeah, cordyceps. These these things that can't grow in humans. But turns out now they finally have. And we we see this 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 one of the first patients. It wasn't patient zero though, because they no, lost track of that. No. Um, and we see them being infected. And we, we're trying to work out cause the lore in this show is so precise. They know everything, which I love the yeah, detail. Of. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, but we, we we can't really remember what it was in the game we think it was more of like an airborne thing it was definitely still a fungal thing yeah but it was less could be real more fantastical this is like nah this shit could happen yeah. the way that woman was like nah bomb the city this is yeah. your only fucking chance yeah and then find out that they did actually bomb stuff as well yeah. remember coming to the end of the episode um yeah 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 that was cool tying it in kind of thing which is awesome again the opening title sequence yeah slaps I thought I not gonna lie that the bit the cold open, mm. uh, it's so good because, like you know, it's seeing scientists that like, well, looking at it for the first time and stuff, and realizing like, like no medicine, like, no vaccine, like how like you know when we normally get like when coronavirus happens yeah. and stuff, everyone was like, oh, there'll be a vaccine at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though there technically still isn't, but like mm. there's, there's, I guess there's something to fight it off. Yeah, yeah. But. Uh, Whereas in this case, there is nothing. Yeah. Like, genuinely nothing. The only way to stop it is by, like, full-on just killing it outright and yeah. leaving it in an area where you can't go near. Yeah. Literally. Uh, it's the fear as well that was surrounded by... Like, it's... Oh, the oh. acting was great in that yeah. moment. It was fucking brilliant. Fantastic. Um, we opened this episode uh, well, after, the, after the intro with Ellie uh, waking up. I'm going to bang on. I talked about it briefly before. The set design in this episode is phenomenal. Um, yeah. Right oh, from yeah. that opening shot, all of the practical sets that we used, it's it feels so real. Mm. I don't know how else to put it. Um, I feel like even just like the grass and the ground they trod upon, if you saw it in movies these days, they'd all be like quickly like um, thingied over with like visual effects, like they'd been they'd be neatened up. This yeah. was so precise; it didn't need any visual effects. So you could feel you could feel the it fucking it's weird. How I'm describing this. Yeah, Does that makes sense. Uh, yeah, you could feel the environment. Um, sure. A lovely little metaphor they did. Do you remember how last episode and the whole fireflies thing is when you're in the darkness, step into the light or something? Yep. That opening shot, you had Ellie lying in this grass with the sun beaming on her yeah. and Joel and Tess were sitting there in the darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's this whole thing of Ellie is the light. You know, Joel and Ellie, obviously, have this frosty relationship to begin with. Yeah. And it's the whole thing of wanting to go to... I just thought that was beautiful. Yeah, I agree. It made me really happy. Yeah, it's... A lot of, yeah, I, I don't know what to say for that. It's just I, I great, it isn't it? Yeah, it was like, it's lovely, like... Everywhere they went in this episode, whether it was that bit, on the on the bridge, in the hotel, in the museum. Yeah. It, it was just a beautiful looking, like, every scenario, just gorgeous to look at. Even, I also noticed something like, you mm. know, we I don't know if we mentioned it on last week's podcast, but you've definitely mentioned it to me. Mm. Something I noticed is like, the character development and the difference from what we saw in the first episode of like when Joel before the world and stuff like yeah. turned upside down you know how he said he become desensitised to it all yeah uh, in this episode there was another moment of that where it's like do you know how he just don't give a shit about if he dies in a sense sure well, I mean he still does because yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he's scared of like one of them killing him but like that bit where they got to walk across the plank 
Oh yeah, and, and like Ellie walks across it fine. And yeah, he yeah. just fucking like steams across yeah, it. Like yeah, it's not yeah, even yeah. there. And like literally, this is like a thin plank that you could yeah. just fall straight off and die. And it's just like, it was just made me think like, in my mind, only people who do that are people who are like, who just aren't scared of death. Yeah, yeah. In, in a sense. But it's more like I feel like he maybe doesn't fear death. He more fears how he would die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if he was to die that way, it would be a lot easier than being yeah, eaten yeah, alive exactly. by a fucking. Clicker, Clicker yeah. Um, that's another thing about this episode. So we're trying to... The way this has been translated, the series, from game to, to show is really, really good. And it, it is sort of been done in, in, like, levels, in a way, it feels. Like, each episode feels more like level one, level two, rather than episode one, episode two. Yeah. We're trying to gauge what they've been through before, because Joel said that he's, he's fought infected before. Yeah. But as far as we're aware, they haven't fought clickers before, right? Yeah. Because it was this whole thing of that sometimes they can live for a few months, sometimes for years, but they never really see them. Yeah. And that's when they become clickers. And then after that, bloaters, which they were talked about briefly, but thought were a myth. Yeah. Um, which we know is probably going to end up. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to come up and it's going to be mental. It, it's just so cool to see them fight like two clickers in that museum in this episode. Whereas I bet you by the end of the series, there's like going to be like at least like 20 of them. They're fighting all of them at once. Yeah. It's going to be see how they level up in a sense. I thought that's yeah, really cool. Yeah, yeah, um, there's a There was a bit in the hotel, you know, when it was full of water and they had to walk through the water. Yeah. And Ellie sees that skull and she goes back against the piano and she's there. Yeah. And yeah. she gets a hand up from Joel. Yeah. And Joel puts a hand, his hand up. Little fucking detail. This is why Pedro Pascal's so good. He then, after he does that, he looks at his hand and he sort of shakes it off a little bit. Yeah. You can take that one or two ways. Either... He's looking at his hand because he's reminded of his bludgeoning, broken hands that he's yeah. thinking. His hairline fracture. Yeah. yeah. Or you can look at, is it, at, at it as him checking to see if anything's happened because he's just touched Ellie's arm where she's been bitten because he's still thinking she's going to fucking turn. He's still... In a, in a way, I think it's the first one. I do as well, but I think the fact you can see it in both ways. Sure. Like, you could see it because Tess was the person who... But touching it, would it do it to you? Well, this is the thing, but what I'm saying is, like, Tess, I feel like, was the person who wasn't... She was convinced that she ain't going to turn. Whereas Joel is like, nah, she's going to turn. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So there yeah. still could be an element of that. Sure. Um, Fair enough, like, right? Either yeah. way, it's a fucking cool little... Yeah, I, when I watched it, my initial thought was, like, oh, he's actually one of those actors that remembers... Yeah. They're in pain. Yeah, yes, yes. It's true, it's true. Um... The idea um, of a hive mind mm. in this episode we talked about, um, which is a lot like Stranger Things uh, with the upside down, all these demogorgons and mind flayers are all connected and stuff. And yeah. that's been brought across. Again, I, I don't recall it being in the game or at least a major part of the game, but I, I love the use of it in that if someone's hurt at one point, then all the clickers can feel it. And that was obviously used for the end of the episode where, spoiler alert, Tess died. Yes. Um, that, was, that was cool, wasn't it? Because it's like they dropped it like what, like, 30 minutes into the episode before that happened yeah and then like so you forget about it yeah and then all of a sudden like uh, one of the guys who's turned into a infected yeah at this place because like there was one of them obviously got bit and then turned on everyone else yeah at this firefly spot um, and they kill it and all of a sudden it's like but they're near the city still which yeah. is in a mile radius yeah and it activates all the ones and they you, saw and, from, see, like, and we'd seen them before as well that's so the thing it, yeah, it like, set it all up yeah and like you completely forgot about it and all of a sudden you're like oh shit yeah they're yeah. not that far all away them come now. yeah and then they beam towards it they've got like two minutes before they arrive you had a little issue with Tessa's death didn't you 
with the whole light in the fucking. Oh yeah, I I, I mean, I, mean I, I get it, drama, and I understand why they did it. But I just went in a real scenario. The, ga- the gasoline was on the floor. The ga- she poured all the gasoline on the floor. The the lighter was making a spark. If she really wanted it to set a fire on uh, quick enough, like, do you know what I mean? You just put the lighter to the oil and spark it. It's not that difficult, is it? But, but they like, wanted to have some weird avatar tongue fungi yeah. kiss. I mean, cool. It made me feel uncomfortable. It which was I really liked. fucking uncomfortable, yeah. yeah. I, I, I saw a headline, actually. A lot of people were complaining. Really? Uh, and then loads of comments were like, who the fuck's complaining? Uh, yeah. So maybe not a lot of people are complaining. Right. It's just some random news line yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. tried to clickbait. Yeah. Um, and they said that we feel uncomfortable and we're not happy about it. And I was like, oh, shut the fuck up. The point of the show, I mean, you've got Isn't fucking why would you watch a zombie? Like, why would you watch a zombie apocalypse show if you don't want to be uncomfortable? Literally, like, yeah. Um, and, and, but cool. yeah, I, 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 didn't re- and I understand why she didn't do that because obviously it created that moment. Yeah, more yeah, drama. yeah, She's yeah. actually realising, she's like, oh shit, I'm about to become one of these. Yeah. And it's it was lovely. So I, I, I'm not letting that take it away from it. After yeah, all, yeah, I just, yeah. It's just in the moment I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. It's like, if you really want to make, just, just, just fucking spark it. Yeah. it. Like, oh, The bro. clickers themselves look fucking scary. There was yeah. that whole sequence in the hotel, museum, yeah. hotel? The museum. It? Museum. Um, where we saw the clickers for the first time and we saw the clicker down the corridor. Then we cut to, well, we move across to Joel so the clicker's out of view. Then yeah. we move back and the clicker's right there. Yeah. So good. And you, you I knew that Tess was going to be bitten. Uh, you, I sort of guessed you said it, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I didn't know until you actually said, uh, oh, I just remember what happens. I was like, yeah, test dies. Yeah, okay, yeah. Because uh, I knew Joel or Ellie won't die. Yeah. Um, uh, one thing we've missed is Ellie got bitten again. Oh, yeah, she did get bit again. We, we were unclear with so whether, because it didn't look like a huge bite, it looked more like a scratch, but the search should not be, yeah, no, she did get bit. So she is well and truly immune. Um, yeah, and that, that, just, that should cement it in Joel's mind, though. Yeah. Now being like... Yeah, exactly. I think... People could say, well, if, she just, if she's immune, just go send her in all the time. Well, no, because she could still get fucking stabbed. Or, yeah. you know, I mean, it, was still, it still made her bleed. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, it like wasn't still... like she won't die from Yeah, it. exactly. So that's not like plot arm or anything. It's it's still... It just means that she can stop the infection from happening. Like yeah. the, the fungi from living it's, it's inside It's more her. that she, she is the impulse for Joel to carry on, for people to look for a cure and stuff, rather than it's protecting the main character it's not that at all yeah she could still die yeah you know what do you reckon she's just got higher blood temperature <laughs> yeah because that's, yeah, that's what they said about the fungus in didn't the they? first yeah. episode there was like that our body temperature is too high uh for them to be able to live in it and so obviously they've developed and grown yeah and adapted maybe it's just ridiculously high yeah she's just so high tempered yeah like, temperature yeah yeah obviously it's not going to be that no no yeah um, but yeah, really good episode. Oh, look, fucking brilliant episode. Fucking great show. Uh, this is on track to get a 10 out of 10. If I'm yeah, it's genuinely, I fucking love it. It's yeah. Brilliant. Jump scares, fantastic. Writing, fantastic. Uh, cinematography, incredibly fantastic. Yeah, set, uh, set design. Act, acting, fantastic. Set design, fantastic. I, I, Bella Ramsey, I, I love her as Ellie. Like, it, I I can't believe how good she is as Ellie. It, yeah, the, the, the casting <coughs> uh, directors have definitely done a good job on this one. Yeah. All right, um... Final little thing. Let's move over to the dark side. The dark side of the first. Uh, bad batch. Or bad batch is bad. Oh, jokes. Yeah, I'm joking. Um, I'm just joking. Episode five of the bad batch came out, and we watched it. Yes, we did. Um, what do you think, Jack? It. Oh, okay. This is my issue with the bad batch. One, it doesn't know who it's marketing itself for. It should be for. It should be yet yeah, a cartoon animation thing. Sure. But it's not a kid. It shouldn't. 
It should be aiming for 16, 15 and above. Yeah. Like Clone Wars' final seasons, still accessible to to kids because they're animated, but the themes and the way it's done is interesting for anyone else. Because it's weird, because they show death. Yeah. With, with, like, a civilian dying who was, like, in the racing one, and then the droid died in this one. Yeah. And like, they're showing it, and that feels like that's appealing to the older audience. Yeah, but then you've got Omega going, oh my god, I'm so excited, let's go find this treasure. And like, I know, I was saying to Keenan, no, Ahsoka was annoying at the start, but that's because she was cocky. And then she learned from those things. Yeah. You can't learn from being excitable. <laughs> from being this hyped well, up, I guess if that you makes could sense. grow up, I guess. Yeah, maybe. I, I but like, it yeah. doesn't feel like they know where they're heading. Like, are we heading for Omega becoming a Jedi or beco- what's why? You've it, set this thing up. There's a female clone. Wow, you've not done anything with it. Yeah, it, they're doing the exact same. Every episode now, I can guarantee the first five minutes mm. are then being introduced to a mission. That's yeah. literally what every Even if it's not explicitly epi- a mission, it's a fucking mission. Yeah, that is literally every single episode. Yeah. Every single episode. And what was up with the... It felt like, I said to Keen, it felt like this episode, the script was maybe half as long as it should be. So there were these massive pauses yeah. between dialogue. Yeah. Some people said, fuck all... I've seen on Twitter, some people have said about... Uh, ho- uh, I was going to say Hawkeye. Hunter. Hunter. Some people have said about Hunter didn't speak much because he was, he was feeling annoyed that maybe Omega was finding more of a motherly figure in in Fee than she did a fatherly figure in Hunter, it didn't portray it enough for me, for me to be convinced of that. Um, and like this, it needs to drop more hints for an overarching series, I think. Yeah. I, for my d- liking. D- d- yeah, d- it's... I agreed. It's, it, I feel like that in these episodes there should be a meaning behind them, there should be a plot Little, something small yeah that should be just even just down to like this, this this crystal thing I fucking said it would be a crystal why not make it something bigger why not make it like maybe it's a kyber crystal and you can say oh we just want lightsabers fine just keep it make it a kyber crystal make him take it cool we can leave that for like the final episode or something make it significant what did they accomplish in this episode they went to a new planet they destroyed the planet, they left. Oh, also. And the droid died. Also. Also. They, they, they literally, you, you pointed this out, they literally said the planet was inhabitable, right? Uninhabitable, yeah. Yeah, so no one could live there, apart from like the stupid little weedy monsters there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the, the, the big robot was destroying the planet. Yeah. The only reason they stopped it was because of their ship, but why not just jump just out Just jump the out, get to the ship and piss off. Yeah. And then you can still have your crystal and get money. Yeah, and also my guy looked like a weird version of Dialga from Pokemon if you know you know um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know I just my only issue with it is I think the animation looks amazing still visually obviously. stunning great I mean, love it that's cool and that right but I just feel like it, I can't get behind this no. if there isn't an overarching story no like, if, it's, if they're not going somewhere where, yeah, where are not, you going you're not made it clear I don't know what the arc is. They're going to be working for... At this rate, they'll be working for Sid for the rest of their lives. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Like, well, this is, like, Kenobi, as much as people slate it, from episode one, you know where it was heading. It was heading to a big final fight between Obi-Wan and Vader. Yeah. And that's what kept it going. I, I don't know where this is going. Again, season seven of Clone Wars, if, if we want to go animated and argue that, well, season seven, we knew it was heading to Ahsoka coming back to the end of the Clone Wars. Darth Maul, we knew where it was heading. Star Wars Rebels... When you reintroduce Obi-Wan and you reintroduce Maul, you know it's heading to another confrontation between them. Yeah. You, you, you know where these things are going. And oh, yeah, baby. It's just tough. It is. I agree. Um, 
well hopefully hopefully this is just to restart off the season and then yeah episode one next week let's go yeah and, and maybe this is just to warm everyone back into who the characters are like again sure which yeah. is not needed but um, it's not and let's kill one of them off to give them all consequences please yeah, I want to see Cody and Cross here again. I'm sort of hoping Cody, that's the episode Cody went next thingy, week. didn't he, though? He yeah. went AWOL. Yeah, so he's probably gone to Rex. Yeah. But, like, I want Cross here at least next yeah. episode. He's, he's the one who's actually having an overarching story at the minute. Yeah, literally. Like, there, there is actually something going on there. Yes. That's who I'm getting behind, and he's my favourite character in it anyway, so I couldn't really give a shit about the rest. Yes. So, bring on Cross here. I agree. Um, all right. Well, I think we'll call it there. Uh, yeah. It's been a fun episode today it has lots of things to talk long about episode. Um, please please uh, if you did enjoy please rate uh, the podcast five stars it literally takes you two seconds does not cost you anything um, it would mean a lot to us uh, also please consider subscribing to Two Geeks Plus You we yeah new video podcast every, every single, single Sunday every single Sunday tier rankings what? quizzes jigsaws you name it uh, we've got everything there everything you can um, and write. hey if you don't like it then just unsubscribe after a month yeah. simple as yeah. that we should do like a trial period of a week we should but Spotify doesn't let us so you know what just spare your £1.99 for us a month it's not much yeah um, and yeah make sure you check out that episode on Sunday answer the poll below um, what should the poll be maybe it should be something Oscar related um, what should win best picture there we go yeah what should win best picture give your vote for best picture down below in the poll comment um, anything you want to see in the future any thoughts you've got on anything we've talked about today tweet us at Geeks in the Podcast all that good stuff oh yeah with that being said uh, I've been Jack and I've been King and we will see you all next, next time, time. Bye. Bye, bye, bye 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 two geeks in a pod <laughs>